Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have something went wrong with my baby. So the story, something went wrong with my baby, uh, was suggested to us by its creator, uh, Kane Mac. Uh, after we did one of their other stories, they they emailed us and. Uh, uh, appreciated our discussion and critique of their story, which was very nerve-wracking. <laughs> what was uh, the previous one? Do you remember? A game of tag. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, they did a game of tag, and they liked how we, um, uh, how we. Uh, they actually, they really liked Mikey's theory about it, her being a ghost. <laughs> um, so that was that was really cool, and uh, they appreciated that we had like crit- uh, critiqued the story and suggested two other stories that they had. So, um, yeah, we're going to give it the same, the same uh, standard of, of, of discussion and critique that we give all of our stories. Um, and for anybody who's interested, you can check this one out. Something went wrong with my baby at creepypasta.wiki. So, uh, but I will jump into the rundown now. So a mother has her child and everything's great until it isn't. Uh, the baby, despite having no physical abnormalities, uh, displays very strange and later horrifying behavior, such as attempting to kill itself in the crib. Um, the baby is hospitalized and restrained, and no one seems able to properly diagnose the issue, except for one Dr. Bacicha. Uh She suggests that this is a case of reincarnation gone wrong, uh, whereas the soul and consciousness from a previous life cycle, or sorry, from a previous life, recycles to a new body, forgetting its previous memories in the process, Andy, the baby, uh, it seems, hasn't. And so it's suggested that they are an older person's mind trapped in an infant's body and just can't cope with that. Um, This theory is later proven as the baby's first words to its mother are, make it stop. Uh, And that's where the story ends on that zinger of dread. yeah, that's the shortest rundown ever. <laughs> well, it was a pretty short story. I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's the uh, the rundown. Um, on to everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions at, at this point. Oh, it's uh, just someone's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yes. I'm sure it's someone's. We're still waiting on that yeah. email. You. We know who you are. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just know that there's one out there. I, 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 we, well, we're also assuming, and you know what that means. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on to that, this, this special little snowflake of a segment. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with this one here. I called the doctor who assured me it wasn't anything dire, and we can wait till morning to take Andy for a checkup. So I feel like it should be... And we could wait um, till morning. Yeah, I guess because it's past tense. Yeah. Uh, the next one here. Ray and I spend an hour in the waiting room, still shocked and with ringing in our ears. This one, I think it should be Ray and I spent an hour in the waiting room because past tense, present tense. Uh, a lot of my stuff seems like it's going to be some past tense, present tense stuff. It's be tense issues. Yeah. Uh, next one here. Um we were left with a prescription for a throat soother and sent home. And that I think that has to be sent home, not send home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one, uh, it didn't end with pounding, though. Andy could charge at everyone <laughs> who took him in their arms. He would slam, hit, and kick with all the strength an infant possessed, only to startle people and make them let go of him. So... Based on the surrounding descriptors, I don't think it should be could charge. <laughs> I I don't think that's the correct terminology you want. I think it perhaps would be like, um, uh, it wouldn't end with a pounding though. Andy would attack at ev- uh, or would attack everyone who took him in his arms, or like Andy would lash out at everyone who took him in their arms. 
mean, he has an adult mind, so he could be in his mind being like, I'm, I, I don't want you to pick me up. This is assault. Like he's pointing and shit as this is happening. It's like objection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you mean like not not so much the physical charge, like but like but like charge as in like I'm gonna sue you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I do not consent. I do not consent. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'd just be like Google. Uh. No, just like <laughs> yeah, just screaming. Uh, yeah, I could go with that. <laughs> It's probably not that though, so yeah. Yeah, I, I think probably would lash out would probably be the best one because, um, or he would come at anyone who picked him up with full force, <laughs> pulls <laughs> off his belt, starts whipping it down. It's like, come at me, bro, come at me. <laughs> belt. It's it's from a, a TV show that a buddy of mine showed, told say. me. It's like it, it became like a a running gag whenever we talked about like. Uh, like somebody like defying somebody else, just like pull out the belt, like whip it around. It's like, come at me, bro, come at me. In this situation, it would be the diaper, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a diaper full of poop. Yeah, I got fresh duty in this diaper. Come at me, bro. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then, my next one here. Uh, I spend almost every hour in Andy's hospital. I think you want. I spent almost every hour in Andy's room. Mm-hmm. And my last one, uh, all those smart asses think they know everything while my baby was suffering. Think you want all those smart asses think or all those smart asses thinking they knew everything while my baby was suffering. Just again with the past tense, present tense issue. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was written like a journal. Yeah. And present tense would make sense. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things, actually, that Kane Mac did say in, in the email was that uh, English is not their first language, so they do actually appreciate. <laughs> it seems it seems like they appreciated the uh, the some of the um, uh, the grammar inquisitions a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised because I there's people I'm sure that English is their first language and they write much much worse than this. <laughs> yeah, no, this yeah, like even with that, like it, I'm yeah, it was very like again, like my my grammar inquisitions isn't that big, and it's just really just past tense present tense issues which is a common yeah, it, issue so it's stuff that everyone runs into like if yeah. you and me were writing stuff we would also be running into this too because you think that way because you're thinking in the moment exactly so yeah no like d- despite that that obstacle like good job <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh let's move on to uh mikey's grammar inquisitions all right well you got the uh the ones that i had just kicking um, a kicking dust up with your foot's like god damn it. <laughs> but uh as per usual, I have an it story with uh, a front and and a front butt sprinkled in. Ooh. Uh seasoning. so so an it story with a, with some seasoning of a conjunction junction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, why not? And now an it story with Mikey the E stands for evil with some light seasoning of a conjunction junction. Take it away. It probably sounds cheesy, but I believed my baby was the most beautiful baby in the world, and a healthy one at that. But time went on, and the fact that a few-day-old infant hadn't yet shed a single tear started to thaw my enthusiasm. It was a scream I have never heard before. It didn't seem to belong to a baby. It was one loud wail on a single inhale that would rip a grown man's throat. It seemed like he wanted to say something. It started one morning when I was talking to Ray. It didn't end with pounding, though. It was Dr. Neha Bachicha who came up with a solution. Thin. Also, it wasn't too much out of context there, honestly. Yeah, no, it was pretty, pretty accurate. It's <laughs> so, just the pounding part that was out of context. Like that might as well have been my rundown <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, also, I, I'm sorry. Like I, I just caught like a, a moment of like silliness when you did like when we brought when you brought up the uh, the cry that she had never heard. Like it was like not human or something. I just thought of like the baby just like screaming a goat scream. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever heard a goat scream, but it's 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 kind of like creepy and hilarious at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, I sorry to ruin the uh, the creepiness in your story there, Kate Mac. But no, that's all I can hear—the baby screaming. <laughs> I mean, it would be a terrifying sound to come out of a baby. <laughs> it would, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's fine. Uh, 
And that's that's all your grammar positions there, Mikey? Yep. All right. Gamer. And for who's not in the know, the oh, yeah. whole point of the it story and conjunction junction and such that Mikey does is to highlight sentences that begin with <laughs> conjunctions and weird words that they shouldn't really begin with. Yeah. Or like a mm-hmm. cheap way to, to do a sentence instead of writing it out quote unquote proper, I guess. Yeah, like the the using its and or buts and ands aren't technically like yeah, you need to you, they, they they need to be like uh, like you need to kind of work around those because if you use especially if you use them a lot, which a lot of creepypastas have a habit of doing, they yeah. they need to be mm-hmm. corrected or mm-hmm. they should be corrected unless that's the way that the character talks. Yeah, which again, a lot of people do talk like yeah. that. So mm-hmm. It's why it's it's why it's a problem when you're writing. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing to to think about because like if if I'm just writing down events of something that happened to me today, I wouldn't necessarily care about how perfect my grammar is because I'm just getting the information out, especially if no, I'm spooked. Yeah, not in the moment anyway. But I mean, like one, like at, at the end. But yeah, like that's it's the difference between like telling a like getting a transcript of an account from someone, so everything's dialogue and it feels real and such because of that, and writing a like a story, um, like a, a pro. But like that, that should have a, like some bouts of editing and stuff to it, like refining a story and refining an account into a story. Uh, I, and- I see it this way. If a story is written down as a character writing the story down, then it should like, be a pro. Like, no, a, like it, a- should, it doesn't have to be like perfect. If it's a narrator telling the story, then in that case, it is a full story and it should have like proper grammar everywhere. Yeah, like if the narrator is supposed to be like a, um, an omniscient like narrator, yes. like not a not a character in the story, like if they're talking. Yeah, I, I, I get you. Because hmm. yeah. be, like with this story, for example, uh, the narrator is the mother. Yeah. So the mother will be speaking a certain way and formulating sentences certain ways. So it's half dialogue-y in a way when you think <laughs> yeah, about it. it. It's, it's, it's immersion-y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it may not be well. It may not be how like writing should be, but it is how someone would would write or talk or jot down. <laughs> yeah. and, we're really diving deep into that hole of it's the way the narrator blanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this context, it's fine. But in other contexts, it's not. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. It's good to like every so often elaborate why we do the conjunction junctions mm-hmm. um so uh gamer uh a little segue to you your grammar in yellow yes uh first sentence no i'm not going to be going sentence by sentence don't worry i, I, I my heart skipped a minute <laughs> how is it possible no <laughs> i'm feeling i'm feeling heart palpitations oh god <laughs> but no uh right from the get-go so um I've been a new mother for a few months now, period. As you can imagine, comma, it was an amazing experience for me, semicolon, holding my baby boy for the first time in a hospital bed felt unreal. So uh, personally, at least the way I would write this, whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, I would both combine and separate these sentences. Um, I would combine it at the as you can imagine to, um, well, I'll just, I'll just read it. Yeah, go for it. I have been a new mother for a few months now, comma, and as you can imagine, comma, it was an amazing experience for me. Period. Then instead of a semicolon, go like you use that period there for holding my baby boy for the first time in the hospital. Bed felt unreal. Yeah, yeah. That actually seems yeah, that, that seems like a, a an appropriate suggestion. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a decent suggestion for like making it uh read better or making yeah. or making it see like making it um uh it, it's a good suggestion. <laughs> yeah i mean the use of the semicolon is proper mm-hmm. because it's directly related to what was said before but i personally don't like semicolons but that's just me y- y- there's a lot of the english language you don't like <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird <laughs> yet it's our, yet it's our... to know if other languages are perfect and ours is just terrible well, I will say I will say this: um, English is probably one of the hardest languages to learn. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Yeah, Buffalo, 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 for example. <laughs> Wait, I only know two versions of Buffalo. What do you, what What are the other ones? I don't know, but I know that that's a full sentence. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, God! Because like Buffalo, as in the noun, there's a verb for Buffalo. 
It's like it's weird. There's a place for buffalo. Yeah, yeah, like buffalo from buffalo, buffaloing buffalo, buffaloing buffaloing yeah. buffalo. Okay. You know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the the four one is basically uh, buffalo from buffalo bullying buffaloes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh God. Okay. All right. Yep. If you just type in Buffalo a few times, do a Google search on Wikipedia, it comes up with one that's one, two, three, four, five, six buffaloes. Oh, wait, no, hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight buffaloes in a row. Is a grammatically correct sentence in American English. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Worst. Anyways, moving on. Yep. <clears throat> it probably sounds cheesy, but I believe my baby boy was the most beautiful baby in the world. Period. And a healthy one of that. Period. So um this is to um bring up the the front end on that. Uh there's a couple ways you can combine it. One to kind of keep the same flow is just to comma it out. So yeah. it, it probably sounds cheesy, comma, but I believe my baby boy was the most beautiful baby in the world, comma, and a healthy one of that. Period. Like yeah. it's Starting to get a little long as one sentence, but it's still doable. It's not, yeah, yeah. It's not like too, it's not too run on. It's not like several lines. Yeah, and the other way you could do it, although it does change the way that the, the flow of the sentence goes. It probably sounds cheesy, comma. But I believe my baby boy was the most beautiful and healthy baby in the world. Yeah, which makes it smaller, but again, although that does also change talks. that does also change the context of the sentence a little bit because it's like. Because in the fr- in in the original version, it's like uh like I know it sounds cheesy, but my baby was the like most beautiful in the world kind of thing, and healthy to boot. So by saying like the most beautiful and healthy baby in the world, like that's even that's going a little too far of extra of of, of extravagate or yeah extravagant of uh elaborating on your child like being the best in the world. <laughs> well, hence why the very start of it is it probably sounds cheesy, but I believe this. That's fair, yeah. But yeah, I do get what you're saying, though. It does slightly change the context of it. Yeah, I would probably go with the uh, the comma and a healthy mm-hmm. one of that. Yeah. Yep. Then my last one. If suddenly you were trapped in a baby's body, comma, Mrs. Wayne, comma, what would you do? Then she goes, I, uh, then my voice shook. I remember screams, blah, 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 blah. And then it jumps to the next line saying, when Andy was five months old, I hunched above his crib. So this whole part, there's no words that are wrong. It's it was a confusing, a slight confusion for a minute. Okay. I thought he was going into a flashback because she went, I, uh, and then it immediately after that says, I remembered the screams, the suicide attempts, blah, 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 blah. And then it says when Andy was five months old. So yeah, I was yeah, assuming at yeah. this point that he was yeah. like six months old or something and she was rem- remembering a month back. But this is actually a jump ahead. Yeah. I had to read a little bit into it to even see that. Should, should that, is it in the same paragraph? Uh, no. It's the next one down. Okay, so I, I get what you're saying, but like that—that that, yeah, I, it, I, how would you? Do you know how to? Do you have an uh, an idea of how to fix that? Like how to make it a little bit more clear? Because I, I uh, got it. I personally got that. Like that it was like it was jumping up, up, jumping ahead. Because it's like basically like in a movie, it would be fading to black, and then we'd uh, show, and the show like time had passed. But like, yeah, how would you fix that in for the story, like for the written piece? That's my point. There's no fade to black. Yeah, it's just she doesn't know what to say. And then she's remembering stuff in the past. And then it goes on saying, when he was five months old, this happened. So yeah. it, to me, it seemed like it was in the past. But um, yeah, one way that you could correct it is just put in a line right before uh, the five months thing. Um, after the talk with the doctor, comma, I couldn't stop thinking about what if, period. What, when Andy was five months old, blah, 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 blah. So like just something to say that. They're not. I was thinking that she was still sitting there talking to the doctor, thinking about yeah. this. Yeah, and and you reading it, I could I could I could understand why you'd think that. Like, yeah, yeah like like I I didn't get that the first time, but like re 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 listening to you read it, like yeah, I can I can see where why that where you're coming from from that. So, mm-hmm. it's like I, I read the next couple of paragraphs. I'm like, wait, is this forward or backwards? <laughs> and I, I skipped ahead. I'm like, no, the doctor's not talking anymore. I guess this is forwards. Yeah. Like she never actually answers the doctor. I think the whole thing is that conversation doesn't end; it just stops. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Again, like it's trying to do an effect that's in a different medium, <laughs> in another medium, and it sometimes doesn't work pr- as much as well as you thought it would when you write it yeah. down. Like it could be simply changed to um, 
instead of saying when Andy was five months old, go like a month after the, the visit with the doctor, yeah. I hunched above Andy's crib, blah, 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 blah. Just something to hammer home the fact, no, this is, time is moving forward, not backward. Yeah. And uh, that's it for my grammar-related discrepancies. All right. Uh, then I guess on to actual thoughts. So <clears throat> uh, I got a lot of stuff to say about this, like the, the, the core premise of the story. Um, mm-hmm. And it will be illustrated through the, uh, the quotes in my comments on them. Uh, so <clears throat> this aloofness applied to everything he did. He barely ate, slept, uh, or sorry, slept less than, av- than any average baby. Uh, and when approached, would only stare at the observer without losing eye contact. He had astounding blue eyes and a lot of wrinkles around them. And because of that, he had a constant perplexed look on his face. <clears throat> like, he could un- he, yeah, like he couldn't understand what was happening to him. So right here, I don't know why, but like as I read that sentence for the first time, I called it there that this is an older person in an infant's body. Me too. Like, it's just such a common trope when you're dealing with babies acting strange or oddly intelligent. <laughs> like, it, it, like I've, I've read media, there's been RPG scenarios, like horror scenarios um, that do this. There's, like, horror movies and horror stories that do this kind of thing. It's just such a common trope. Um, and that said, honestly, this story did creep me out with the concept as it added on more stuff to it, like added more weight to the explanation of like why a, an older person is, uh, is in this, in this baby and why this baby is acting so badly or acting so like suicidal and creeped out and stuff like that. Um, especially with the conversation later with Dr. Uh, Bacica, uh, which is uh, Dr. Bacica's voice was calm and soothing, like a warm bath after a long day. She seemed confident in what she was saying. The moment they enter a new body, the memories of their previous life start to disappear. They start anew. That is why none of us remember our infant years. Then the child grows old and dies, and their soul finds another body to inhabit. The sheer amount of memories stored in one soul would be too much for one living human to comprehend. And like that right there, even with the comforting tone the the doctor is using, um, that actually just helps to like contrast what is about to come in the explanation and, and like with the, uh, the, the dread of the story um, as, as being anything but soothing. Um, mm-hmm. I do like that explanation though. Yeah. And the idea really around, like sorry. And, and the idea around like uh, reincarnation um, is just suddenly cast in a sinister light when it goes bad. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, like this, the, this is like the last part of the story. Like this last quote here. Um, uh, ma, ma, yes. I don't know why, but I whispered. Andy's only good eye glimmered with hope. I leant, I leant even more over the crib, gripping my hands on the bars. Ma, it top, make it stop? I asked. What I can only describe as a dreamlike state where everything irrational seems normal. Andy nodded his head in agreement. Fuck. <laughs> like. That was my that's my reaction right after I read this this part of the story. I was like, reincarnation all reincarnations all well and good until it goes horribly wrong and you're rolling sanity checks as you're trapped within your newly born body. Yeah. <laughs> like being like the the way it's described in the story, like the way it's kind of like elaborated on in the story, both kind of directly and like indirectly. It's like being in sensory deprivation in your head or disassociating from your own body. Um, everything is hard to do and articulate. You have a mouth, but you can only scream unintelligibly. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's straight up body horror. Um, and again, like it's a common thing used with like uh, with uh, like in horror that involves like a baby acting more intelligent than it should, or uh, more like it's more aware and such. Like having like oh, it's it's actually like an adult trapped in the human body, and like that it leans up, but it like leans on that with like a lot of the uh, the stuff here um like this ending and the description presented by dr bachacha uh actually makes that concept of like reincarnation horrifying on on also a cosmic level as well like the human consciousness loses their mind or mentally spiraling out of control because they can't grasp more than one lifetime of memories um yeah. and thought processes 
Um, but like it's it's just like it's either like physically po- impossible for our brains to do it, or like it's just the weight of 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 an, of of more than one like lifetime of memories would like cripple a, a person's mind. Um, so it's it's super creepy, and I I like how it's presented here, despite the the common use of such a a narrative trope. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed the how like it's both a body horror and also a little bit of a cosmic horror because of like the idea of 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 losing yourself in memories that you you, you unfortunately remember like you can't unsee it or you can't unremember like the weight of other mem- of other of another person's memories that mm. is technically you but it's not because you're starting uh, starting fresh again but you're stuck with those memories it's like a computer's hard drive that like is they're trying to cram in more memory into the hard drive even though it's filled up yeah like ah uh, yeah like the 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 the, the 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 descriptor that the doctor gives about like reincarnation when it goes wrong was like really good for me for the for the the horror in the story or like kind of a high concept horror angle mm. to it. Um, yeah, that's that's really my actual thought about the story. I really wanted to just kind of get across that like I enjoyed the uh, uh, like even though it's kind of a w- very well used trope of uh, for for baby horror, um, it, it goes it goes further than that and and like in elaborating like what what's happening to the child so yeah in this case i really like how well it's explained as what's going on in some stories it's like you want to know as little as possible to get creeped yeah this the less you know the less it makes sense you know yeah it's kind of more creepy the more it's explained yeah because they they go into it like like there's nothing wrong with this child physically like it's a he's a perfectly uh perfectly healthy normal child the only problem is is something's wrong with his psyche and then that's when you realize oh shit it's because it's the psyche of, a, of an adult male or of a maybe not even a male person just like an adult human being um trapped in their new body but they didn't like they didn't get their body they didn't get their mind cleansed um between mm-hmm. before between between uh vessels so now they've they've got this like extra weight on them like that's enough to drive anyone insane a little <laughs> and, bit the fact that they elaborate on that, like the, I love how the elaboration, like elaborating on the horror, makes it more horrifying because we That's said, what I'm yeah, yeah. It's, it's the horror of truth, <laughs> yeah, which is again a cosmic concept. Like when you know the truth, you get more and more creeped out or or or, uh, or unnerved because some, it's a, it's a truth that you can't unlearn or can't understand again, or mm. not not that you can't understand, but you can't like grasping it is the is the problem is the vector. <laughs> so yeah. I guess uh, onto uh, onto onto Mikey's thoughts. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make this uh, silly, man? <laughs> I mean, I already did it with the baby trying to take people to court. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, well let's see here. So, uh, my first actual thought: uh, there's a paragraph that starts with uh, when Andy was about two weeks old, he started to become more erratic, and in this paragraph, it says. I tried the Heimlich maneuver on him, but unsurprisingly, oh. it only intensified Andy's agitation. Yep. Which response was, uh, he's only two weeks old. You don't do the Heimlich maneuver on a two-week-old. <laughs> yeah, there there are things you can do. To, uh, like, like basically, there are, like, not mini... Not, saying, saying mini Heimlich maneuvers sounds really stupid, but, like, there are, like, ways of, like, doing a similar process of the heimlich maneuver to a small child or a small infant yeah um but yeah like they're alluding to we which yeah like that's... pick it up in a bear hug you're like yeah no it's probably more like they're they're like pressing down on like the, or like either like um like patting the child's back or like maybe even like pressing on like the child with like a few fingers to try and help mm-hmm. it with that but yeah yeah, yeah. well but yeah, uh... like, the use of the heimlich maneuver like it's it's used as like a it, it 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 does have kind of a, a like a a, a like a like a, a like oh no <laughs> like kind of tone to it <laughs> when it's brought up because of the the the, the more widely used uh, description for it. <laughs> the old version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so uh, with that, um, I updated the title of the story to uh, "Something Went Wrong with My Baby, Comma He Did." <laughs> Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> if you stop the, the story there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and as I was reading it, that's that's why I thought of that then. So obviously, it doesn't 
make much sense if you read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my first actual thought. Didn't um, uh, my next one is definitely critically silly. Oh, good. Just putting that out there. So, uh, Andy kept wriggling like a chained-down lion trying to escape. Uh, well, the lion's made out of down, so he's not going to try to escape. What? Uh, well, down is a type of material. Yeah. So, if you take it as Andy kept wriggling like a chained-down lion trying to escape. Uh, I just... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I hate the English language, too. I get it. Literalisms. They're a thing. Yeah. It is kind of weird. Like, like it, it, I, I think the downed part might... maybe. I feel like the downed part could probably have been removed, and it would have made a little bit more sense as an allegory. Like a chained oh, lion. Chained to a wall, for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> like, chained to the ceiling. Like, who knows what's going on? Yeah. Oh, so you think they should keep it down to, like, chain down? Yeah, because he's, like, flat on his back. Chained down in yeah. place. It's correct, but it's critically silly if you look at it. Critically in, silly, in, yeah. the, in, in the strange, <laughs> deluded mind of, of a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, um, let's see. Uh, my next actual thought is that I also sort of liked how it went the reincarnation route. Um, and I was half thinking reincarnation before the doctor brought it up. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, but then, uh, for me, it, it all came together when the baby started speaking. Um, because that's when I personally associated with him being the reincarnation of a ram. You, you'll have to elaborate. <laughs> okay. A ram, as I'm sure you know, is a bighorn sheep that or has... Truck. Yeah. That's but it. I'm going. I'm going the sheep route. <laughs> okay, fine. Actually, you could go with the goat too, with the screaming. Well, th- that's where the this came in because he's been um, every time Andy was able to move, he tried banging his head on every hard surface he could. Which, to me, thinking of a ram, rams yeah. bash into things with their head, mm-hmm. and then when the baby starts uh, speaking. Uh, I heard sheep speak. So it's meh, meh, meh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. And then um, to explain the ending, um, it was either uh, sort of a sneeze or a hiccup. So it was a meh, it type thing. Oh, so like the ma, it top was like meh, and then like hiccups? Yeah. Get the the it top and then the and then the the mother's just kind of like um there's a word for it where you like you see you hear something you you you're able to like hear something that's not actually there but you like mm-hmm. you familiarize like a word to to a sound that doesn't make any other sense but yeah and it, that's uh, that's when she's guessing and then for some reason Andy decided to just nod to that <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you might need to explain the nodding if nothing else. Well, it, it oh, it could be it, like him like hiccuping inside, so he's just like his head's going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I, I this this is reminding me of an of, of a of a it's a it's a story slash game like campaign scenario somebody wrote. Um, I can't remember the person who did it, but like it was an idea they had for a zombie apocalypse thing where uh, the zombies were rising up. And and eating people, right? Because like like zombies do. But then it was later that the characters discover that the the zombies are actually the the spirits of animals trapped in people's bodies. So you had like li- the animal the, these these the zombie the reason why they're hunting down people is because they're all predators and stuff like that. So <laughs> this is like basically reincarnate. What happens when reincarnation goes wrong? In that an animal soul a spirit is reincarnated into a human child. <laughs> oh, okay. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it it does have like an interesting because like especially when that kid gets older, that's gonna be really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, th- that was my last uh, actual thought. It's oddly passable. Yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's it's critically it's it's silly, but it could also be, it has con it has like if you continue this if we continue the story past his childhood, that could end up getting really creepy really really quickly too because like the kid is. 
not a human spirit inside of their body. It is an animal spirit. So, like, does the child go, c- continue being, like, acting like feral almost? Like, in that, like, they don't, or do they, they start learning human, like, human dialect and stuff? And then uh, we find out that it's actually, like, some kind of animal spirit. And then that opens up the whole window to, like, weird shit. <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah, like, that could actually be, that could be from further because, like, if it's a, if it's a goat or, like, a ram or, or a spirit trapped in the human body, it's going to have some words to say about uh, about humans eating them <laughs> and, like, the uh, the forced domestication of its species, maybe. <laughs> like, it could actually go, it could go, like, vegan horror real fast. <laughs> oh, but, I, like, and this he is grows the, up all the ways, like, protesting animal abuse. He's like, as a ram myself, even though he's just a human. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Like, that's the, that's the other thing. Does he like maybe he'd start like developing like animalistic features as well? Like it c- could go into like you could take this really weird in like really weird fiction kind of ways. Like, and, like you could still you know, try the news. Yeah, I mean, not. Ho- uh, I'm thinking like maybe the eyes start like changing to like those of a goat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe horns and who's like, maybe this is how we get satyrs is when like yeah. the, soul, the soul of a, the soul of a, uh, of a, of an animal gets trapped in a human's body. Oh, that could be like, again, it could open up the doorway to like a series of stories involving animal spirited humans. Um, like humans that have been, or animals that have been reincarnated into humans rather than vice versa. Cause you always hear like humans or you always hear in, in stories and legends and stuff of like humans getting reincarnated into animals. Um, yeah. Uh, like I think that's it's, part of the yeah. car. I think that's part of the karmic wheel. Um, but I, but I'm not an expert on reincarnation in other theologies, so mm. please don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we always hear about the other side, the other end. Like it'd be interesting to have the other way. Um, so yeah, like this could, and you can go like hor- you can you can find a horror angle for that for a creepy story, or it could just be like a really weird story, um, like weird fiction stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Um, like, like, like Gamer said, it's like this is it's a silly, but it's also passable as like a, for like a spooky kind of angle for this story. So, damn you! <laughs> as like always, if there's a sequel where it was yeah. elaborated that it was an actual animal spirit. I yeah. would like, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah, and and I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like yeah, the next story just has to be called Andy. Mm. Oh, no, weren't. no. the The next story will be something went wrong with Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, although I feel like the story more like... went wrong with Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going with he's no longer a baby at that point. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But yeah. Wow, that was very interesting tangent we went on. <laughs> a little bit. Thank you, Mikey. You're welcome. Is that is that all you got for your uh, actual thoughts? Yes. Uh, gamer, good luck. <laughs> I'm just gonna pass. Can I just pass? Nope. <laughs> no passing. I don't really have much actual notey wise. Because honestly, like I basically just wrote down like early on, like okay, I'm calling it here that it's an adult trapped in the baby's body, and then the quote where it's like, "Do you believe in reincarnation?" I'm like, okay, yeah, I was right. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I could just chime in on final thoughts, honestly. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything specific to bring up prior I- to that. Yeah, I mean, you did, uh, you did kind of go uh, come in on the uh, on on the uh, the reincarnation bit, like from my from on my section. So hmm. I do uh, chime in a lot. Yeah, I'm just they're quiet. So all right. Um, well, I guess then on to on to final thoughts. Um, uh, it, it could use a round of editing, obviously. Um, but not it's not like as as no it's nowhere near as bad as as some of the as some other ones that we've done, uh, in terms of the 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 way it's written and such. Uh. It do, and it does use a common trope uh, with this sort of this sort of situation. However, because it elaborates on that and adds the dread and horror, that's what it does. It through the through the 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 horror of truth, we get a dread at the end as to like the implications of what's going to happen next. Like, does the mother kill her kid? <laughs> like, that's that's the other thing about I don't think this. it was ever going to go there i i kind of like was worried i was kind of like like i thought that's how i kind of perceived the ending like that a choice is gonna is about to be made but we're gonna we're gonna fade to black right there 
Um, so yeah, like, it, it may not go that way, but like, cause like of how horrifying that is, but like it, she, like she might've done that. Like, we don't know. And that's, that's, that's also part of the, the horror of it is that like, we are now left in the dark. Like, what does she do? Oh God. It's like part of the dread of it. But mm-hmm. also the, the dread comes from the, the actual explanation. And so it has the body horror as well as a little bit of cosmic horror of just like, knowledge is knowledge is doom or knowledge is uh knowledge is the horror <laughs> so um yeah just dis- despite that all all that kind of stuff um for me this was actually a pretty strong short body horror story um so yeah i i recommend um this was a good one if if a little short but a good one mikey these stands for evil uh well it was uh entertaining to say the least uh at least I enjoyed it, and I like the fact that it solidified the theory of reincarnation with the Doctor explaining it, even though the Doctor kind of... wouldn't necessarily say such things because they're a, you assume they're a medical doctor. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but like doctors different. also have beliefs of their own, and so they they yeah. might depending and like not 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 every doctor is like hard science or like hard uh, like religion bad science good medical bad, like like stuff like that like some yeah. like some people like have like their somebody have very some people have very strong opinions that over that don't that override their their professions <laughs> or the doctor looked at all of the, the medical notes and be like okay there's nothing wrong with this child however i do believe in reincarnation that's the only thing that makes sense i'm gonna tell her <laughs> yeah exactly occam's razor the the uh the sometimes the the most logical explanation is when you've removed everything else and you cut straight to the point, like cut straight to like cut a straight line through it, the most, even if it's uncanny or impossible, it must be the, the, the correct answer mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. simplest, the simplest answer is often the, the, the most accurate. I'm yeah. sure I butchered Occam's razor right there, but fuck it. <laughs> we had an <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I really liked the idea of the uh, animal spirit doing the reincarnation yeah. with the ram. So <laughs> I just like the possibilities of where that weird story could go. Well, uh, I feel that it really explains the the head bashing that the that Andy does. <laughs> it, it does it in a less like depressive way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's not just a, a man who's rolled sand so he's trying to kill himself because he's trapped in a, in a child's body. It's a goat's instincts or like a ram's instincts to bash its head mm-hmm. <laughs> or to butt heads. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that a lot more um, in my own head canon. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that would be like a really interesting story to, um, uh, to try and write based, like kind of drawing inspiration from this to that. Um, and yeah, like in, in head canon, that would be like that. That is a much more interesting um it's it's a it's a much more out there and interesting narrative than a simple reincarnation thing. Although the reincarnation thing ain't bad, like it's just mm-hmm. this is much more intriguing because of how weird it is. <laughs> yeah. So overall, I'm going to give it a recommendation. All right. And gamer. Um. Yeah. Uh, about the same for me. I might be parroting you guys a little bit, but I I enjoyed the read. I, I don't know if I prefer. Mikey's animalistic reincarnation to the one we got. I don't know if I'd say that, but um, because like the way it is with him being reincarnated as a baby, but he gets to the point where he can actually speak. Like, is he going to be able to speak as it? Like, if if he died when he was like sixty, would he have yeah. the mental capacity of a sixty-year-old? Or I, like, I I don't know what would happen at that point. Yeah. I think that's where it's trying to get at because of like the other behaviors that he seems that, that Andy seems to possess. Like that, like once he starts talking, we're going to, we're going to be, st- we're going to be hearing like an adult male talking or like an adult, an adult person's talking. Mm-hmm. Like just when, through a baby's voice. Yeah. Through a baby's voice. Like he's going to have the, the uh, possibly unhinged and insane um, from this experience, but he's going to have a, uh, the, the mental capacity of an adult. Even if the experience wasn't enough to mess him up, like it could have been a situation where he was like some whacked out cultist that got sacrificed and this is what happened to him. But he was already nuts at that point. Yeah. Like a serial killer or something, you know? 
Yeah, that could even, yeah, that could go the again a darker route for the for a horror story. A little bit of a Chucky situation. Yeah, it, it actually kind of reminds me again. Um, uh, there's a, a a game scenario, like a horror scenario called The Wives of March, um, where these two, this couple um, from like the the dawn of time, keep getting reincarnated over and over again. Yes, like through through um, uh, through their children, basically, like they they keep cloning themselves essentially every every generation. Um, mm -hmm. And the babies are all adult. Like they basically, the, the, the horror of it is when you go into like one, into like the nursery room of the, of the, of the house as an investigator in this Cthulhu game or in this horror game. And you see the babies, there's like several babies in different cribs and they're all like doing the same thing in unison. Like they're, they're, they're basically like trying to improve hive their, mind? what? So like a hive mind. Well, not not even like so much of a hive mind. It's just that they're all have working on the same thought processes because they're all the same person. But they're all basically like working their fingers and and like toes and stuff of like that in unison to build up their their muscle mass faster. Like they're basically like trying like they they've been through this before, over and over again through the centuries. So they as soon as they start uh, as soon as they're um they're born and they're put in their crib, they start working on their muscle uh on their on their uh, articulation and such, and. The creepiest part is when all of them, like when when the the investigator inevitably fails their stealth roll as they're looking in, all the all the babies in unison look for look toward them yeah. <laughs> with like dead eyes, like eyes that have seen way too much. Yeah, uh, and that's <laughs> when the sanity rolls start going. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I was I was again. It's it, it's because it's it's just because it's kind of a common trope with babies in horror, <laughs> but it's a it's it's well done. <laughs> It is, yeah, yeah, and even though it is tropey, as you say, it is well done, yeah, and it, it's not like like you. I'm assuming because you're saying it's tropey, you've read a number of stories that are an older person's body stuck in a baby. Stories, movies, um, game, game scenarios, yeah, like, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, okay, I, when I say that it's it's a common trope, I don't want to detract from the fact that this story does that trope well. Oh, that's what I'm trying to get yeah. at. I'm saying you've seen all these, but yeah. you it. it this is the story's done so well that you're not being like, oh, this shit again, because yeah, it has I, an interesting twist on it, and the way that the horror builds is really interesting. Yeah, like at the very beginning when I when I called it, I was like, okay, let's see how this goes, and then by the end, I was like, damn. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, like I actually, it was like uh, like an artist's applause, uh, an, uh, an artist's applause when 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 uh, when seeing a uh, a fine piece of of work. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it, it's it's very. Uh, I think that's also why, um, like, why I'm saying like I, I'd like to see the 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 weirder one that uh, Mikey brought up is just because it breaks up the um uh the trope even more. But this one does well by that. Trope. Mm -hmm. For sure, that's about all I needed to say. <laughs> <laughs> that I helped say too. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of a way to bring the supernatural task force into this, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it's really kind of hard. Yeah, like not not every story needs to be the supernatural task force. Maybe they were battling oh. a demon, and the only way that they could have like contained it was to contain it inside a body. See, I was surprised that one of none of us have brought brought that up yet. Like, I had it in my head as like, I wonder if the other guys are going to come up with an idea that the baby actually isn't a human, like an adult, but actually some kind of demonic creature inside the baby. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, that's why the demons like make it stop because it's like make this prison stop yeah <laughs> like, like uh, release me, oh, no. said, let me out. yeah that'd be uh, kind of creepy yeah if it had been like let me out like that yeah that would have been so much creepier like make it yeah. stop um like let me out kind of thing like if it had, if it had nodded and then said that like that would have been mm -hmm. even, that would have like changed the whole premise of like reincarnation to just like a demon possession although let me out could just mean let me out of like these chains or these bindings because I'm strapped to the table right now. Yeah, fair. But if he said that when he's just like sitting in a crib eating baby food, he's like, "Let me out." <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a head rolls back around. Yeah, yeah. No, there's like I'm. So, I, uh, yeah, it's you could you could go with that angle as well. Like, but I, I I think the way it is, it's it's pretty decent. Mm -hmm, it's pretty good. For sure. Hence why I got three recommendations. <laughs> yep. Roundhouse kick to the face recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't um, really find the grammar that much of a problem either. No, yeah, it's just like very common, like small stuff. Like again, tense issues. That's about it. Yeah. Some stories we read, if the story is like well enough, like the story itself might be 
put well enough together, but if the grammar is absolutely abysmal, then it's hard to read. But this wasn't. Yeah. So again, uh, good job. <laughs> um, well, I think that I don't think there's anything else to say for this story. So um, that has been this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for Evil, and the Gamer in Yellow is at that Gamer in Yellow, or sorry, at the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W because his name is too long. It really is. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist, so you can send us messages there, send us recommendations there. Um, let us know how we're doing. Um, if you'd like to go to iTunes or any other podcast uh, streaming service that you uh, watch us on or on YouTube, um, you can leave us a uh, and and they have some kind of like rating and review system. By all means, please rate and review the show. Critique us how we critique creepypastas. <laughs> um, every little bit helps. Um, and if you'd like to email us, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us other creepypastas, SCPs, cryptids, things of spooky nature on the internet to discuss. And review, we will we will touch on them by throwing them into our roster. And if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have two dollar and five dollar tier with early access, special content, extra content for our patrons that are already helping support the show. Thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and as always, we very much appreciate that. Uh, and to our listeners and the writers of these stories, thank you guys immensely. Seriously. Without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. And without your stories that you throw out there in internet land, we really wouldn't have much of a show. So again, thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.